0: This is Terrio Media. When it comes down to it, we need more leads to call. To make money. Yes, to make money. What's more important? <laughs> oh, it's quality, not quantity. Quantity, people. Quantity. I want them both right now. I'll give you both. I mean, right up. Here's a preview. Five things I'm going to focus in on, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zero in on. One is the place where you're going to find the real cash flow right now. No kidding. <laughs> Three, I'm going to give you the only source right now that's leveraging artificial intelligence to identify the most motivated sellers. Oh, that's a good lead. And then number five, I'm gonna give you the best lead generation strategy that's working right now. Ready? Oh, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing Show, where we talk about the housing market, creative financing strategies, and everything else you need to retire early. And if you're ready to get to the next level in your real estate game and get there fast, go to reiace.com, where most training programs end, ours begins at reiace.com. Enjoy the show. Hey there, Rockstar. Today, we're going to talk about how to find motivated sellers, how to generate motivated seller leads for your wholesaling in 2023. But this will work for your fix and flips. It's going to work for your buy and holds. It's going to work for your short-term rentals. It's going to work for all of your creative financing strategies. It's going to work for all of it because what we're really talking about is finding off-market deals at below market prices. That's what I'm talking about. Alrighty, so uh, I just updated the REI Marketing Masterclass Mind Map. This is something that we use over here at Epic to show our clients. uh, We give them this as a starting point to uh, find motivated sellers, how to locate these off-market deals. And if you would like a copy, you are more than welcome to it. And guess what? I don't need your email. I don't need your name. I don't need your phone number or anything. I posted it up live for you over at marketingmap.com. Info. Marketing Map dot info. And I'm gonna walk you through it right now. Five things I'm gonna focus in on though. I'm gonna zero in on. One is the place where you're gonna find the real cash flow right now. Two is when done right, why sellers are gonna be contacting you and you're not gonna to have to chase them. Very little, if any, chasing. If you're chasing sellers, you're doing it wrong. Three, the I'm gonna give you the only source right now that's leveraging artificial intelligence to identify the most motivated sellers. I know this is the way to the future, it's coming, but there's really only one source right now that's doing it and doing it well. So I'm gonna let you in on that. And then four, I'm gonna give you the the secret marketing tips that you could only have access to if you had years of experience or access to someone with years of experience. I've made a ton of mistakes. I'm gonna share with you a bunch of tips so that hopefully you can sidestep all of those landmines out there yourself. And then number five, I'm gonna give you the best lead generation strategy that's working right now. All right, so this is the mind map. If you've never seen one of these, it's really fun. It's kind of cool to click around and it's, it's interactive. It's like an outline, but just kind of keeps things a little bit more organized and easily accessible. So as we go through this, you'll see that we have these little circles here and when you hit that, it pops right open. Okay, so we call this attraction marketing over here at Epic because I want to attract the right people to me. I want to attract the opportunities to me. I want to attract the situations where I'm going to be in a position to make some money, right? So I don't want to chase people. There's that that type of marketing works. You can cold call and knock on doors. All that stuff works, but I don't like to do it. I want people to contact me. So this is how we do it. We do it through our attraction marketing. And there's five key things we're going to cover today. One is to identify the target. These three things, one, two, three here. These are the three accelerators for your attraction to work and work fast. One, you have to identify the target. You have to know who you're actually looking for. You want to make sure that you're, that make sure that you are attracting the right person, right? And then we, the way we do that is we create curiosity with that target. So they were like, hey, who are you? And what do you do? How do you help? And how do, can you help me? Hmm. This person is interesting. That's what we want to do with our marketing. And then we want to trigger the action for them to contact us. We want to compel them to reach out to us for help to learn more, right? So there's the three things and then we'll go over those secret marketing tips I was talking about and then how to put it all together. So you can actually implement and put it to work in your market and make it work for you, right? It's one thing to know how to do this, but doing what you know, that's where all the difference is made. That's where the rubber meets the road and that's where you're going to get the results. All right, so let's start with number one, identify the target. So our target is someone that has a problem. Those, that's where the opportunity is. So we're gonna be looking for the problems. And here's what I mean. You see where there is crisis, there is cash flow. That's where all the cash flow is right now, where there is crisis. And unfortunately, people are dealing with it. You know, life happens to people each and every day. And a lot of those problems that they experience can be resolved or completely solved with finances. And a lot of these people that have problems, they own property. And they're going to be turning to their property for relief, for financial relief of that problem. You see, sellers, they will exchange equity for peace of mind. They've got something going on in their world. They need cash. They probably need it fast. And in a lot of cases, they need a lot of it. And their only resource is a property that they own. Maybe it's even the one they live in, sadly. But uh, go following through the traditional means of using a real estate agent, is just not a good fix for them right now. So that's what we're looking for. That's where the opportunity is. That's where we bring the value and we can have a nice little exchange and create a win-win solution or a win-win outcome. So for sellers, sellers with problems, what kind of problems are they dealing with? There's a whole bunch of them here. All right. so we are looking for divorce. That's a problem for sure. Uh, Deceased, disease, drugs, delinquencies and payments that are attached to the property. Maybe the property is vacant. They're going through bankruptcy. Liens, right? Leans on the property, there could be a water lien, a sewer lien, a solar lien, an HOA lien, a mechanics lien, a list pendens, a tax lien, right? So that's a, a symptom of there could be a problem there. A judgment on the property, the house is condemned maybe, an expired listing, extended days on market. I haven't seen those in a while but we're starting to see them now for sure. Uh, for sale by owners, job relocation, fire damage, absentee owners, landlords in other words. So that could be out of state or in state, evictions, foreclosures, pre-foreclosures, people downsizing, going through probate, they've inherited a property or they got a property for rent. So these are all symptoms of a potential problem that a property owner is going through. And if we can look for property owners that have multiple problems, maybe they have a judgment on the house and the house is condemned and they tried to sell it and couldn't and now it's an expired listing. And now they're trying to sell it on their own and they haven't been able to sell it for a really long time. That's four or five things all stacked on top of each other. That seller's got a problem. They need you. They need you as the problem solver to reach out to them and, or at least put your message in front of them so they can reach out to you and solve it, okay? So those are the problems we're looking at for. Buyers have problems too. I'm not gonna go through all of those right now, but uh, the different types of buyers we're looking for are home seekers and we're looking for investors. And we, those could be landlords or those could be flippers. And then there's different types of lenders institutional lenders, local banks, brokers, hard money lenders, private money lenders, family offices, peer lending, and then partners. That could be friends, family, associates, or it could be your friends of your family or your family of your friends, whatever it may be. But right now we're gonna focus this entire time together on the sellers. This is what we're really gonna concentrate on because if you don't have a motivated seller, if you don't have control of the deal or even contact with the deal, nothing else really matters. You could have all the money in the world, but you got nothing to do with it, right? So that's where we're going to focus on our sellers. So that's our target, a seller with a problem. Now, we're going to create curiosity for that seller so they'll reach out to us. And this is how we do it. We put our message in front of them and we tune into their favorite frequency. We play everybody's favorite radio station, W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? You don't want to have your marketing all about what's in it for you. No, what's in it for the seller? What's in it for your target market? And what's in it for them why they reach out for you, out to you, yeah. is they want to hear your solutions. And for the sellers, we've got we can, they can sell their house fast. We can buy it fast. We can pay all cash. They don't have to do any repairs. We can buy it as is condition, no fees, no commissions, uh, very easy, no hassle. Uh, there's not going to be any time on market. They're not going to have to deal with any open houses. We can keep it private. You know, people that are behind on their Mortgages, that stuff gets released to the public. Notice of defaults are public information. They don't want their neighbors to know so we can keep this nice and discreet. We can make it very convenient for them and we can give them certainty that we can get this problem that they've got behind them once and for all. So that's why sellers would reach out to us. That's our message that we would deliver to them. That's what's going to have them curious about us. Now, buyers have these types of problems too and I'll go through these really quickly just so you know that this all works for regardless of who you're trying to attract. But buyers, what's their favorite frequency? Well, they're looking for equity they're looking for return on investment they're looking for an opportunity they're looking for a steal they're looking for cash flow they're looking for something below market they want first dibs they want to be first in line they're looking for convenience or they you know like say financing is already in place that makes it easy for them and yeah they want easy and the same thing very similar things that a lender or a partner might want they want roi too they want opportunity profit gains they want convenience They want easy, they want certainty, they want confidence, they want a proven track record, they want referrals, they want to beat Wall Street, they want their real estate investments to do better than their stocks, they want cash flow, they want tax advantages, they want peace of mind, they want to retire early. All right. So those are those three areas, the sellers, the buyers, the lenders, the partners, that's their frequency. That's their radio station. So your marketing wants to reflect that because it's all about them. You know, if you look at real estate agent marketing, a lot of it, most of it, it's all about the agent, right? I'm number one in my market. I earned all these awards last year. Um, I sold more houses than anybody. It's all about me, 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 them, 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 right? And here's the thing I want to point out to that and why I point that out is that they do a lot of business. They control 97% of the market. And so even if it's not good market, it works for them and they do well because of it. Not because of the marketing, just because they deployed it. So be careful that you don't overthink your marketing. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, you want to have your marketing out there because if it's just sitting in your inbox right now or on your desktop ready for design and implementation, but you never get to implement, it's not going to do you any good, okay? Next, the source. Now we know it's the message that's going to create the curiosity with our target market, our sellers with problems. How do we find the sellers with problems? Well, there's a bunch of different places. You could just go to Google right now and type in real estate investor marketing lists. And you're gonna get pages and pages and pages of of different places that you can acquire these lists. So you can acquire the the divorce list and the bankruptcy list and the vacant house list and the absentee owner list. All that's available, readily available out there for a small fee, right? A really popular service is called PropStream. And you can have access at your fingertips for I think it's 99 bucks a month up to 10,000 Motivated sellers up to 10,000 sellers with problems. You can uh, download and you can start contacting them. And I'll show you how to contact them in a second. If you like seven days of free access, go check it out. Click this little link right here and that'll get you seven free days. And if you like what you got, you can continue. If you don't like what they give and what you're, what you're finding, then you can cancel. Okay. No, no risk there. Um, deal engineer. Now, this is the one resource that I have found that is leveraging artificial intelligence to find motivated sellers. You know, so we saw those problems, right? All the problems that a seller can have. The, The vacant house, the absentee owner, the divorce, the bankruptcy, the water liens, whatever it may be, sewer liens, tax liens, all that we can all find, right? That's pretty straightforward information. But what the artificial intelligence is doing, it's going out 20 years in the past and looking for all of the houses that were sold below market value and looking for the other common denominators that we might not be able to see so easily in a list, like a vacant house list. That's easy to see. These houses are all vacant. This is why some of them sold at a discount, but not all of them did. But what the artificial intelligence does is it goes and looks at all of the houses that sold at a discount and what did they have most in common? So yeah, maybe they had their house was vacant. Maybe they were behind on their taxes and maybe they, we're dealing with an eviction and the house is on the brink of being condemned. Yes, maybe all that was in place, but what it also does, it digs deeper. It gets really intrusive into the seller's uh, life and it looks at, okay, what was their credit score at the time? What magazines were they reading? What were their neighbors doing, right? What what was the police activity like in those neighborhoods? Uh, How far away were they from a crack house? Yeah, they got neighbor data also. And so they'll go down and dig really, really deep where they pull up a list that you might not find in any other way. I mean, how would you know it? The most common magazine is read by people that sell at a discount. You wouldn't, but that the artificial intelligence does. So it's a really good list. Particularly if you're on a budget and you need a really targeted list because you don't have the budget at the moment to do a large broadcast with your marketing. So you want to get the most motivated people as you possibly can. That's how you get the list. That's where you get the list. Here's another service that I'm using inside of my business and I've absorbed it and embraced it here in the last six months is Privy. And Privy is a database, a list generator, just like these others, but they all have their little nuances. And the thing I like about Privy is you've got direct MLS access in most major markets. They're adding more markets all the time. So pretty soon they're gonna have national coverage, but they got, I don't know, I'd say probably 65, 70% of the market covered with direct MLS access, like Deal Engineer and PropStream and a lot of these other places Those are, they have third-party access to the multiple listing service. Privy has direct access. So it's very beneficial. You get to see a lot more information and it's a lot more current. The other thing that they do is they track investor activity, specifically fix and flippers, and they'll go ahead and they'll identify what did they sell the last fix and flipper? What did they sell at and what did they buy at? So what was their margin? What was their spread there? And that gives you a good insight as to what you need to purchase your properties at in order to succeed in that market particularly if you're going to be wholesaling to fix and flippers, you want to know what they bought at. So now that you know what you need to buy at, so that's a viable customer. And so you can also see the most active fix and flippers in the market. And you can just start building your buyers list just like that. It's really, really easy, really, really slick. It's got, and it's got a great application for it. So I use all three of these, but, um, and all three for kind of a different reason, even though there is a lot of overlap. Now, when you pick your lists, of your sellers out of here, your sellers with problems, now you can go skip trace them. And skip tracing is where now I can go access the phone number and the email address of all of those people and I can contact them that way. And right now, this is the best skip tracing service that I know of. It's also the cheapest and I think it's got the best data. And I just put a general vague skip tracing word here because that might change and I'll keep updating this and when I find something better, I'll go ahead and uh, update that link for you, okay? And then if that's all that sounded like way too much work for you, you can just have an agency do it for you who will go out and find the the sellers and contact them and and go ahead and send you the information and then you can contact them that way with very little effort on your part. And so this is the agency that I'm recommending right now. I would say of my most successful students, I bet 70% of them are all using this agency. And then here's another service, uh, pre-screened leads. So they take a lot of the work out for you, particularly if you are working a full-time job and you've got very limited time, this might be a really good option for you is where they'll actually do all the agency work and they'll contact the sellers and pre-screen them and then send you the ones that are only ready to go right now. Then, you know, all of these up here, they all take a little bit of an investment, some more than others, but you can get it all for free right down at the courthouse. You can get it free on a public website on Zillow. You can get a bunch of stuff there on Redfin. Go Section 8 is another great resource, Military by Owner, another great resource. Uh, Property manager websites. I think this is an underestimated, underutilized resource to find motivated sellers. And the reason you might want to go to a property manager's website is because you're going to look at what do they have available to rent? Because who owns that property? It's an absentee landlord, right? Or absentee owner, a landlord. And if it's available for rent, that means it's vacant, right? And if it's available for rent, that means they probably just fixed it up, which means they probably just lost a tenant. And this could be an opportune time, a window of opportunity to where that seller or that uh, owner, the landlord might be like, you know what, I don't know if I want to go through this again. Maybe uh, I want to do want to sell this. And for various reasons, that could be a really great way to find people that you might not find on any of the other lists. So how you do that? Search property managers near me. This is a Google search. Take note of the address of all the available inventory and then you can just go skip trace it and you start marketing to them. And you can market to them through direct mail. This is my direct mail provider and she'll give you free coaching. She'll tell you which lists are, using, are working in that market and which marketing pieces are working best. It's a wealth of information. It's got all the data and stats on that. And she'll talk to you for free. And then you have the option whether you can use her or not, or you can just take the data that she gave you and go do it yourself. SMS marketing. This is via text message. This is the service we're using right now. Very effective way and, and direct way and fast way to contact sellers. Uh, you can have someone cold call for you. This is the VA service, the virtual assistant service that's doing all my cold calling. They got a bunch of them. stars. They're really well trained over there. He's doing a great job for me. Has been for a while. And then again, done for you service with an agency. Okay. So there's the property manager websites and you can go do web scraping. There's a lot of different services out there. You could just say, Hey, uh, can you go to Zillow and find all the for rents and all the for sale by owners and send me all the data? It'll send you a spreadsheet. There's a great place in Australia. The name escapes me right now. I believe I have a link that goes to them called Epic Web Scraping, something like that. But just a bunch of different ways. Okay, so all different ways to access that. Now you've identified your target. We've got a seller with a problem. We know the message that we're going to deliver to them. Now we went and found them actually via our, our different sources now how are we going to deliver the message? What's the vehicle that we're going to use? So, we have a lot of different things to use. Direct mail, still one of the best ways to do it. Um REI Print Mail, go here and you can talk to her and get all set up. They got a couple mailing pieces that are just killing it for our clients right now. And here's another resource that a lot of people don't think they know about, but I use this all the time. It's called mailmix.io and they do direct mail and they've got a bunch of preset campaigns and They've also, and you can customize your own as well. But what's cool about them is they'll send out a postcard and a letter, a postcard and a po- letter, a postcard and a letter. But if you skip trace your list, they'll also send text messages and emails in between those. So you're just hitting your list from all these different angles. And that's really important because different people like to communicate in different ways. So you're contacting them from a bunch of different angles and it's really effective. And it's, you can do one person at a time, one list at a time, which is really nice. So I use them for all of my follow-up as well. And uh um, It's uh, Set it and forget it. You know, you can set a three-month, six-month campaign and you never have to market to that list again because they're being contacted all the time by you. So that's good. Um, Banded signs, we know those are the little ugly yellow signs. Social media, classified ads, both online and offline, still work for sure. Uh, Flyers, door hangers, post-it notes. If you want to canvas a neighborhood on your business card, you know what a website is. Digital ads, very, very effective if you have the right person doing it for you. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, and all the different ad networks. Again, the text messaging services that uh, you can contact your sellers with and deliver your message that way. Ringless voicemails, you could cold call if you want or hire someone to do it for you. Billboards, radio, TV, these these are coming down and becoming very affordable. You're seeing more and more TV commercials right now with investors uh, putting their message in front of their market. Referrals, uh, personal notes, uh, really wherever you see people advertising. If you see something being advertised there, that could be a spot where you could put your message and wait for your target market to see it, okay? All right, so there's that. Now we're going to trigger action. We've identified our target, we've created curiosity. They're wondering who you are and how you can help them. Now we want to tell them how to contact us. We've got to tell them what to do. So there's a bunch of different ways to do this. First, we could just ask them to call us, right? Get a fair all-cash offer, call me. That's going to trigger the action. They want the fair all-cash offer. Now they got to call you to get it. So what you want to do for this is you need a lead capture phone number system so what that's going to do is when the seller calls you it's going to capture their phone number and that's whether they leave a voicemail or not and this is so you can follow up with them i'll always use callrail.com i use that for a very very long time and then i started using rei Blackbook, which is the crm that i use and what by sheer coincidence, what REI BlackBook went out and did is they took CallRail and put that whole engine inside of REI BlackBook. So now i got best of both worlds in one. You can take this for a free spin. Just click this little button there if you want to do that. Okay. But there's a lot of different ones out there. These are just the ones that I have experience with that worked really well. I think you could even do it with a free Google voice number. I think that captures the phone number system too. It's a little cumbersome. It keeps you more organized over here. Plus you get multiple phone numbers with REI BlackBook. You get 10 of them. So, it's really good to, to use this on your different marketing vehicles so you know which marketing vehicle is working the best for you. You can track everything that way. All right, here's another way. For a quick cash offer, text me. So, a lot of people, a lot of people don't pick up the phone anymore. A lot of people don't like to call or talk to people They don't even leave voicemail anymore. They just, everything's done by text message. So, there's a couple services out there that have those keyword texting services. So, you can Google keyword text marketing. A deal engineer has this service actually there. So you could say for a fair, quick cash offer, text the word offer to this number. And then that will trigger a sequence, a follow-up sequence, an automated sequence that will inform you, hey, this person needs an offer. REI Mail has the uh, mailing pieces that does do the same thing. And so what you, you want to be rotating all of these. You kind of want to implement all of this stuff because different sellers, different people, they want to communicate in different ways. Some people might like the phone and want to talk to you. Some people don't want to talk to you and just give me the information via text. I want to talk to people as little as possible. That's there. Um, Or they want to go to a website. So get an instant cash offer, go to my website there. Uh, Another way to do this is to create a lead magnet. And what a lead magnet is, it's a magnet (laughs) that attracts a lead. So that makes sense, right? So if you click this little button here, so what a lead magnet is, it's something of value something that's playing their radio frequency, it's playing their favorite radio station. What's in it for me, remember? So lead magnet ideas, it might be a free guide or a free report or three steps to such and such or 10 top tips for such and such. So just kind of plug in what's in it for me here and that could be very attractive to your ideal target market. And it's a, a why would this work? Is because it's an easier action for them to take. It's not as intrusive. It's not as confrontational, right? So it's an easier action for them to take, but it still captures their information. And once you've captured their information, that gives you the ability to follow up with them. And it positions you as the expert. And you're offering something of value. You're giving them some help before you ask them for anything in exchange. And so it can create some good karma, so to speak. And over here at Epic, we have a lot of this stuff already prepared. Like we have lead magnets prepared. Um, We have all of this in place so they can just kind of fire that off and we put it in what we call a two-step funnel. You can go bigger steps if you want, but a two-step funnel is just kind of bringing your target market closer and closer and closer to you to where they're actually going to be in communication with them. So step one, step one of your funnel, you want to check these three boxes. Hey, Mr. Target market, Mr. Seller with a problem. Here's what I've got. Here's what it'll do for you. Here's what I need you to do next. And so that's step one. And step two will be, Hey, your thing is on the way. In the meantime, watch this or listen to this or do this so you can tell it more about your company, more about the service you provide, whatever that may be. And then whenever you're ready, here are three ways that I can help. So that's what you want to conduct or what you want to cover on step two. And then you want your automated follow-up. Now that you've captured that information, now you can stay in touch with them and you can do it in an automatic, systematic way. So you can do that via email, via text messaging, ringless voicemail, direct mail, Uh, You can send them offers on a regular basis once every other month or so, letters of intent. And again, another reason I'm a big fan of MailMix.io is because it can take a lot of these things and automate it for you. Just set it and forget it. And they got, I don't know, probably 50 to 60, maybe 75 preset campaigns already depending on who you're targeting. Or you can just go make your own. Or you can start with one of their templates and modify it and make it your own that way. All right. So there's our lead magnet. And then... Another way to trigger that action is to join me for a live or a virtual event. Now, this is very much how Mercedes and I got started with our business is we would hold live events. and But now that we got Zoom, you can do that as well. So you can do live or virtual. And we would always use meetup.com. Great website. And if you're going to hold an event, you can post it there. And that website does a lot of advertising and marketing for you. And then, of course, you can upgrade and, and ask for additional reach, additional promotion, and they'll get that to you but that works really well. Not Doing this live is not the most efficient way of generating a lead, but it is by far the most effective way. The more face-to-face time, the more rapport built that, that is built, the more connection that's created, the more trust that's created, really, really effective. Like I said, not efficient, but effective. So don't underestimate that and don't ignore that. And then of course, we all know what Zoom is, right? So here's some event ideas. Again, we're focusing on what's in it for me, right? Where was that? You know what it was. So what's in it for me? So what type of event would your target market want to go to? Here's some ideas. How to deal with bad tenants and make them great ones. Who would come to that event? Somebody with a bad tenant that's hoping they can turn them into a great one. And maybe they're just going to decide, you know what, I don't want to deal with all this and trying to change my tenant. I just want to sell it. And who's in a position of authority right there? Who's the trusted advisor there? Who's the the new friend that they just found? You, because you're the host of the event. Or how to sell your property for more than it's worth. Who's going to go to that? The person that's been trying to sell their property and can't, right? Here's another one. How to navigate the foreclosure process and preserve your credit score. Again, that's going to attract people that are probably behind on their payments or about to be. Uh, How to raise private money for your deals. Who's going to go there? People with deals, how to find deals for your private money. Who's going to go there? People with money, right? So, you get the idea. Just focus your event idea, the title of your event on your target market's favorite radio station, right? What's in it for me? Now, secret marketing tips. Here we go, I got a bunch. So, name, phone number, and the ability to sell a property. That is a lead. The name and phone number who has the ability to sell a property. Now, of those leads, who do we want to spend our time with? Who do we actually want to attract? Prospects who need to sell, right? Suspects want to sell. And then our rotten apples, they need a hug. So our rotten apples are people that, they're mean, they're angry, they're crudgy, and they're mad that you even had the nerve to call them or reach out to them. Not a lot of them out there, but they're out there. We want to spend our time, all of our time with those that need to sell. What I see in the past, and what I see with students until it really clicks for them, and I see this with a lot of investors, they spend a lot of time with people that want to sell. Nobody's going to sell their house at a discount unless they have to. So there's a lot of people that want to sell, but they might not sell, need, or want to sell enough to sell it to you at a discount. So we're really looking for the need, and that need is generated by that problem. All right. So spend your time with those that need to sell. Spend a little bit of time, maybe, with those that want to sell once you determine that that's not going to be a deal there put them in your follow-up system. Let your follow-up system do it. And then the rotten apples, you know, if you can give them a hug, if you're close enough, give them a hug. If not, just ignore them, move on. Next, understand this. Most sellers won't sell to you at a discount. Most of them won't. In fact, 93% of them won't. 7% will though, okay? And you don't need many of those to have a significant impact on your financial situation to really improve your financial future. Okay, most won't. So if most people are saying no to you, you're probably doing it right. Hey, okay, you're just looking for those that will. You need sellers to do deals. You need sellers, yes, but you don't need any one seller. If you find yourself spending more than a day or two on trying to go ahead and secure this deal with this one seller, you're probably doing it wrong. All right. So you need lots of sellers, you need lots of leads. And when you've got lots of leads, you've got lots of opportunity and it doesn't have you beholden to any one seller. If you find yourself in that position, you need to back up and say, ooh, I need more leads. You can still you know, go ahead and engage with that seller, send them the offer and everything, but just don't sit there and babysit it and hope and pray that it's gonna come come about because you're gonna compromise your negotiating position. You're probably not gonna get the deal you thought you were gonna get. Okay, next one, this is a biggie. You don't want to be confused with an agent. And when people start investing in real estate and taking this on, whether it's a full-time gig, a part-time gig, or just kind of something on the side to, you know, bolster their portfolio. When they start talking about it, a lot of people think they know what they do. And if the way that you're speaking, if people confuse you with a real estate agent, that's not going to create curiosity because they already know what they, they already know what an agent does. You want to be a real estate investor. And there's a couple ways that you, you want, you can avoid this. Don't use the word homeowner. I help homeowners, you know, um, navigate the foreclosure process. Just by saying the homeowner thing, you sound like a real estate agent. Don't tell people, I find buyers for such and such. You sound like a real estate agent, okay? Be careful with all the service provider words. You're not a service provider. You're an investor. Your job is to make money. You are the principal in the transaction. You are either a buyer or you are a seller. An agent is there on behalf of someone else that's doing the buying and selling. You are in this game on behalf of yourself, okay? Agents, they're eager to list. Their whole job is to try and convince sellers to list their property with them. That's not what you do. You're an investor. Investors are reluctant to buy. It's the seller's job to convince you to buy the house, not your job to convince the seller to sell to you. So agents, they're eager to list. Investors are reluctant to buy. Minimize all the real estate investor jargon. Be very, very careful because sellers don't know what you're talking about and that you don't want to make this assumption because this is your everyday world. It's my everyday world. We know what each other is talking about, but the sellers don't and you don't want to confuse them. You want to talk to them like they're in fifth grade. So be careful, especially if you're getting into creative financing and you're you're going for those types of deals. If you introduce the creative financing stuff too soon, you're going to confuse them and scare them. If you mention something like subject to or seller financing, or you even mention the word, will you be willing to give me terms? A lot of people don't even know what that means. So you just want to break it down like a fifth grader could understand it. And a lot of ways that I'll introduce the whole idea of seller financing or anything creative, I'll just say, you know what, Mr. Seller, it looks like the market not going to allow us to both get what we want on a cash basis, but you know, I might be able to come up a little bit in price. The market looks like it could lean that way for me and for us, if you could take some money now and the rest later. How much do you actually need right now? Now, what I just did is I, Ask them how much of a down payment they need to carry back the rest for me. But I didn't use any of those real estate investor jargon words. And that opens up a nice conversation. People understand that. So just be careful with that. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker. I'm not saying you can't. But uh, you're going to get further if you're not confusing your sellers. right? Now, options. Choose one or two. So all of the different marketing strategies that are out there, uh, all of the advertising strategies and all the different ways to generate leads, they all work if you are have identified your target market and you have the right message and you've put, them, put that message in front of them in some way and then you've given them a call to action to trigger that action for them to actually reach out and respond to you. They all work. You don't need a bunch of them. Just choose one or two and get really good at those. and go deep before going wide. Stick with it. If you're hopping around from one strategy to the next, to the next, to the next, you're going to get miserable results. A lot of this lead generation, it's all a numbers game and it snowballs after a time. So just find one that you can see yourself doing and doing consistently and go for it. All right, keep it simple. Don't overthink this. It's not rocket science by any means. You know, this little quote here by, by General George Patton, a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan next week. So just keep it simple. Don't overthink it and implement. Trigger it, or launch it out there, get your message out there. And you're going to receive some feedback, and then you can make some adjustments that way. You can't steer a parked car, as they say. Okay, so here's a couple ways that can get you started in a really simple fashion. I call these epic messages. And our first epic message is E: It expects a reply. P: It's personal. I: It's of integrity, and C: It's concise. And so. That's the type of message. So it expects a reply. So you want to send something to your target market that they got to reply They're going to be like itching to reply to you. Keep it personal. Like if you can create your language in any way that they feel like, wow, did we cross paths? Do I know this person? They somehow know me. So that's what makes it personal. Of integrity. Don't lie to them, right? Don't say anything in your messaging that you're not willing or able to back up. And then concise. Keep it short. Keep it really short. A lot of people want to... Go ahead and write an entire marketing campaign and put this giant long letter in front of the seller and nobody has time for that. They ain't going to read that. Not at first. Okay. So you want to draw them in with this simple message. So here's an idea of, I just came across your name. Are you still accepting cash offers for your house? Now you could say that over the phone. You could say that in an email. You could say that in a text message. That could be a headline on a direct mail piece or a postcard, right? You can deliver that in any way that you want but you can see it expects a reply, it's personal, it's of integrity, and it's short, it's concise. Here's another one. My assistant is about to mail out a cash offer to you and I wanted to confirm your property's for sale. Is it still? Right? If, if I got that as a text message, for example, or a ringless voicemail, I would be like, oh, they're going to mail me out a cash offer. Um, I'm going to call them back. Yes, it's for sale, yes, send it to me. Or another version of that, hey, we're sending a cash offer to you today and want to make sure it gets to, to the right person. Is 321 Jones Street still your mailing address? So no, that's you could put you the wrong mailing address in there on purpose to make sure that they actually call you back, right? Or you know what? They're going to say, yes, that's the right address. But don't send it to my neighbor. Make sure you get that to me, right? So that those all expect to reply. Here's another format of how we do this. We call it our audio business card. And traditionally, this would be if someone asks you, what do you do for a living? And how you respond would create curiosity if that happened to be the target market that asked you. But this audio business card formula is also, it it checks all the boxes on what all of your marketing needs. I'll show you what I mean. So here's the formula. I value verb target market plus feature so they can benefit. That's the formula. So I can plug in a seller there. I can plug in a buyer, a lender, or a realtor. But we're just focused on sellers. So let's look at this. I'll point it out to you. Make it easy. So I help Frustrated landlords get rid of tenant headaches so they can sleep at night. So I, help is the value verb. Target market, that's our frustrated landlord. And then the feature is get rid of tenant headaches. So that's our feature, so they can. The benefit is sleep at night. So we get all of our components of our formula. And this is a very, very power, powerful message in creating curiosity with your target market. I mean, if I was a frustrated landlord and I was getting headaches from my tenants every night, This would be very appealing to me, okay? The next is here. I help people behind on their mortgage payments preserve their credit score so they can buy again in the near future. So I help, value verb, people behind on their mortgage payments. So that's my target market, people behind on their mortgage payments. Preserve their credit score is the feature so they can buy again in the near future is the benefit to them, okay? So you got that? So here's another one. I help people who have inherited a property sell it fast as is so they can turn the page and begin to heal. I help landlords with properties that need repairs, sell them fast for cash as is so they can pursue better investments. And then here's this one. I help divorcees liquidate their real estate fast without doing repairs or paying fees so they can get on with their lives. That's the benefit, okay? So these are some really good starting points to attract your target market, to create curiosity with their target market. So they're like, tell me more. And that's really what these are for. Can you tell me more about that? Like what's What's going on? How does this all work? And again, you can do that with buyers, lenders, and realtors. Just keep the what's in it for me idea. Keep that frequency tuned in to your head when you're creating your marketing and you're going to be just fine. Okay. All right. So the best lead generation strategy that's working right now is when you go ahead and you download marketingmap.info, go to that website, download this marketing map, click this button, and it will be revealed. Well, that was a dirty trick okay, that wasn't cool. I just watched this back in the editing room and uh, yeah, I I wouldn't have been too happy if I were in your shoes. So I came back to go ahead and splice this in and show you what the actual best lead generation strategy is. And I did so not because I have such a big heart and didn't want you to have to go all the way over to that other website to access the mind map. But I think it deserves a little bit of explanation because once you see it, you're going to feel like it was maybe even a little dirtier of a trick, right? So, Let's go over here to the best lead generation strategy. And we're going to open this up here in a sec. And I mean this with all my heart. I'm not being flippant. I'm not being a smart ass when I say this. I gave you a lot of different options. There's a lot of different targets that you can choose. There's a lot of different ways that you can create curiosity. There's a lot of different ways for you to deliver that message. A lot of different vehicles that I gave you and a lot of different calls to action. And there's all these different things that you could do. And the best lead generation strategy that's going to work right now is the one you will actually do and do consistently. So I give you a bunch of options so you can choose which one resonates with you the most, right? Maybe you like cold calling and knocking on doors and that's what you want to do. Maybe you've got a bunch of money and you can hire an agency just to go and do everything for you. Or maybe just like being around people and the idea of hosting a live event, that's going to work for you. You don't have to do them all, not by any means. Like I said, just choose one or two. I think that was just right here, right? Yeah, just choose one or two and get really good at them. Go deep, work the numbers. Whichever one you can see yourself doing consistently and with some persistence, that's going to work for you. They all work if you do. That makes perfect sense. The other way is, you know, you're generating all of these leads and now you've got these leads, now you got to convert them to a contract, right? You have to do the negotiating. You have to get them under contract. You might have to put down some earnest money. You have to conduct your due diligence. Then you might gonna have to find a buyer. You might have to find a tenant, whatever it may be. And you got to do all of that stuff. And you know, if you don't know how to do that yet, or you are too busy to do that stuff, maybe partnering with us would make sense and where you could earn 50% of whatever that upside would be. So essentially it looks like this. You find them, screen them and submit them. We contract them, flip them and close them. And then we split the profit, the upside 50-50. All right. But whether we get to work together or not, that's not the most important part to me. What's important is that you go out there and you don't waste so many years like I see so many people waste. You don't end up doing it the wrong way so long that you either get discouraged and quit because there's so much available to us all through real estate when it comes to wealth. And that could be your wealth right now, it could be your cash flow right now, and it also could be your generational wealth that you pass on to your heirs and those that you care about the most. And that